Do it live. Yeah, we're doing it live, just like Bill O'Reilly says, every Sunday. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we've had a couple weeks off, but we're uh, we're getting back in the groove today. And what better to get back in the groove with than those debates? Did you catch those? Unfortunately, yes. That, I was a victim. I, I, I was as well. There was a couple. So we're, we're on the right. I'm definitely on the right. There was a couple good things from Trump that he got in there that had to be said, but it was the way he did it that I was just face plan face palming the whole time at this. Yeah, like I mean, like we talked about earlier, the people that are already on the right and and are going to vote for him no matter what, they caught, you know, the good points and and things that he said and and that's great, but the people that might still be on the fence, all they're going to remember is both of them really, but Trump especially acting uh, like two old men fighting over who gets to take their pills first in the nursing home. So and here's my issue with it. You know, the strategy that Trump employs about being the most aggressive works actually works a lot. I think it worked really good for him in 2016. The problem is this was the wrong way to do it because being the most aggressive means you stand out more and he could not stop interrupting Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden was interrupting him too, but Trump has to be the victor in the competition. Yeah. And and then I, just being childish about it when when Chris Wallace who wasn't very biased, let's be honest, but when Chris Wallace would try and 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 say, you know, Mr. President, please, well, he did it first. You know. Well, what here's are the thing, we, you want to seven? talk about the the bias. I th- I didn't think Chris Wallace did a terrible job. No, not but terrible. He, he lobbed softballs at Biden. Yeah. He really did. And he he allowed Biden to interrupt, allowed him to interrupt Mm -hmm. Trump from the get-go. It kind of seemed as soon as that started. So, and Wallace did interrupt Trump quite a bit as well. They got the tally somewhere compared to how many times he interrupted Biden. Right. But the problem is, it was a whole shit show from beginning to end. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, I agree with that. I don't think either side gained any votes there. I can't see how they they, would. Nobody grabbed any votes. Nobody watched it that was going to vote for Trump and go and vote for Biden, and nobody vice versa did that. But it was a wasted opportunity. I saw a lot of wasted opportunities in there. The, the biggest one that bothered me with Trump, believe it or not, um, was when Joe Biden went after him and turned the conversation to Bo Biden when Trump was talking about Hunter Biden. Yeah. And he said, my son's not a loser. My son's not a sucker. Trump didn't grab onto that, and that's the one time he should have pushed him out of the way, and the one time he probably should have pushed uh, Chris Matthews out of the way. Chris Wallace. Or Chris Wallace, excuse me, was to jump in there over everybody else and say, that's a BS story from the Atlantic. You know it. I've never said that. And, you know, that would have been the one time, and he missed it. And I was like, oh, God, the one time that he should have just talked over everybody to refute an accusation like that. And he and he he missed it. When it comes to actually saying stuff of substance, Donald Trump did great. Problem was he was saying it at the wrong time and it wasn't being taken in. It just right. looked like he was being an a hole. You know that I've done forty six. Well, I've done more in forty seven months than you've done in forty seven yeah. years. That great was great line. That's a knockout punch. That was a that was right there, and it came across at the right time. It was in the back and forth bickering, and he nailed it. Yeah, but that was about the real only standout moment he yeah, had. I, I agree. He, so he had one more than Biden. That's not enough to sway yeah. anything, in my my opinion. The people, it doesn't. 
here's the thing. We've talked about this before. It doesn't matter at this point in this game, in this political climate, what anybody really says or doesn't say. You're not changing. You've got, what, you got 45% of the country for probably Biden, 45% for Trump. Those 45% really are not going to change. Correct. It's the people in between they got to get in there. So, what... So, yeah, the debate was a wasted opportunity. You said that, I th- we, we just looked it up, the next debates are on October 15th, right? Yes. And I just read this morning that uh, Steve Cortez, which is an advisor for Trump, says that he's upbeat and assertive. So that's another thing that's I, – I was talking to a couple of people. They disagree with me. But I think this Trump having the Rona thing could potentially be the thing that makes or breaks him. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be how he gets through it. If he comes through this and he's fine, he's mild symptoms, he's fine, he's back up and going here in, in potentially a week, mm-hmm. maybe even a couple of days. If he's back out there stomping and all these people around him are getting it, recovering from it, it's going to be, like I said, one of those big positive things on his presidency. He got it. He got over it. Obviously, this isn't what the left is making it out to be. Okay. No, but I mean, there's there's that's going to be the positive. The yeah, one if he there's definitely some controversy there, and I I don't know I didn't really follow much news during the course of yesterday because I was busy DJing one of the weirdest weddings I've ever done, and we'll get into that. No, I was later. at that one last weekend. No, people <laughs> puke at weddings all the time. This one's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> um, but the whole timeline thing has a lot of people. A, they're scratching their heads or, or stomping their feet about his doctor saying that he was diagnosed. He, he What was the exact quote? He's 72 hours into his diagnosis. Right. and th- Which but- puts it at basically had it during the debates and then became symptomatic yeah. the next day. They've already shot that down. He actually explained it. He said, I was, in terms of days, two days ago he got diagnosed. The guy came out and said, and I said 48 hours. It wasn't technically 48 hours. No, he it said 72. He did, and then he made another reference to 48. He explained that. He said it's, the hours are not accurate. 48 hours is two days ago, right? Uh, 30 hours is two days ago. That was how that was explained. Yeah, but where do you get 72? Because that's three days. His exact quote was 72 hours into the diagnosis. I know, yeah. and, but and I was focusing on another one that was 48 hours ago. We took during the, the same press conference. No, this came out. I think it was, but he, he said it a couple times. And he, he, he made a statement. He mm-hmm. said, this is why this was said like that. It was a mistake in the way I said it. He already came out with. It. So the, the question was, Dee's brought up that the timeline, and that's what I wanted to go back and look at. So the white house clerk made the 72 hour statement. He's 72 hours into his diagnosis which would put him being diagnosed before he went to the rally, correct? If, if, that it, was if it was a hard 72 hours. If it yes. was a hard 72 hours. What I wanted to find, because I had read it, that the White House clarified he's not 72 hours in. He's on day three of his diagnosis, which then makes sense. And then this went into a whole other rabbit hole we went down significantly about bottomless the cleveland clinic was supposed to test him but they showed up late and that nobody from his entourage got tested and they refused to wear the mask at the debate but then the we were just reading it the cleveland clinic said that both campaigns individually tested 
everybody right. there, and they got negative results. And then it became an argument about maybe that's just what they said, and it's so it went down a pretty wild, wiry path. But these made a point that no matter what, the optics of it are bad. Yes, horribly bad. And I agree with him, and that's that's why my initial thing was depending on how the outcome is with Trump having it could make or break him. Right. And, That's going to be the big the main thing. point I was trying to make is that, okay, so all of those things transpired, the the family and entourage not wearing masks and Hope Hicks and blah, blah, blah. And yes, it's a bad look. But then on top of it, for them to actually test positive, then that gives everybody the ammunition to... I know, agree. And they're going to they're the, the use I it. told you so's are being shouted from the rooftops. I agree. I mean, I, that's that that's why I said this could potentially make or break him. Because if he gets sick, then it pisses in the face of everything he said for the past nine months about this. Right. I mean, it really does. If he beats it, he gets out of it, he's okay. Then I think that's going to be a well, of course it's going to be a good thing when anybody doesn't I, get. Yeah, I definitely Ill. don't think it could hurt him. But and this is something I was talking to saying. I brought up this point, and Dee's brought it up earlier. Well, but he's got access to all these treatments, and he's got world, t- and he does. Yeah. Okay. But he's in a hotel or a hospital suite that's bigger than your house and my house combined. Well, he is a president of the United States agreed, of America. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but but it, that's going to be that's there's no, probably a, a doctor or nurse holding his dick while he pees. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the kind of treatment he's. You getting. think of Stormy Daniels? It might be. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I mean, there's people million billionaires that have died from this. They had all the money in the world. so, But they will try to lob that attack as well. He's got treatments that the American people don't have. They've lobbed every attack. They will. Initially, it was always faking it for attention. I mean, That was the dumbest thing I've heard. Yeah. All right, because he's not going to – if there was a time to fake having the coronavirus, it's not 30 days before the debate. No, Before the election. And then you got the people wishing wishing death. And And that's – I can honestly say I've never wished Hillary Clinton a death. I can honestly say I've never – Nancy Pelosi's different. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's... I, I wouldn't know. wish her death. I, I wouldn't wish Nancy Pelosi death. I bet there's some people that were but, around Benghazi know, a few years ago. that were, You know, if she if she fell on an HIV-infected uh, heroin needle in San Francisco, and, I mean, I wouldn't be heartbroken about it. <laughs> That's That sounds kind of bad. But there's a whole lot of stuff going on lately with this. I mean, this is... that's Maybe that's your October surprise right there that was... Taunted. There's always an October surprise, they say. You know, the funny But I don't think it's over yet. The, I think there's the, gonna be more. The funny thing about people saying that kind of stuff and getting on social media is that morning when it was well, I guess it broke like around I think eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock our time, but the next morning, of course, that's all they had on Fox News and Fox and Friends was on. And I don't know their names because they're really annoying, so I don't watch them very often, but uh one of them was saying, do you think that, that Joe Biden will, will tweet about this? And they discussed it for about 30 seconds. Well, somebody in his campaign tweeted as him about it. Well, my, the, my point is it was literally less than two minutes after they brought it up on Fox and Friends that the tweet hit Twitter with Joe Biden saying, Jill and I, blah, 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 best wishes, prayers, all that shit. But you know something that, I think this proves a point, okay, um, that anybody in the world can get the Rona. No, well, yeah. I think regardless, I don't think it matters. Now, you can say what you want about Trump not wearing his mask, okay? 
or his people around him not wearing masks. Those people are tested every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, every day. Anybody goes into the White House, they have to have their temperature taken. There's people that wear masks every day and don't go out and catch the Rona. So looking at it from just a a logical point of view, if you're going to get it, you're obviously going to get it. Yeah. I mean, unless we're all going to start walking around in bubbles, I mean, this it's going to run its course and it's probably going to get a lot worse as the weather turns here. There was a, they're also talking too that it's mutating already and it's becoming more resilient to mask and hand washing. That was in Texas. Actually it was, excuse me. I think it was uh, Massachusetts. They're seeing it in Texas. They're seeing it in the Southern States that mass and hand washing is starting not to work with this. Well, I'd which when you suppress a virus long enough, it's going to mutate so it can survive. Yeah, which is, which is insanity. I just hope they don't shut everything down again. Illinois is looking pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as statewide, it's kind of holding steady. Um, of course, we had the big spikes um, in August when all the colleges opened back up. Um, it got really bad here in McLean County, but at, we've been holding steady at about a two percent. Two to three percent positivity rate, which is where we were when before the the colleges went back in. You know, it's, it's so the status quo. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, for now. And, and as far as the rest of, of our state, I haven't seen any major spikes either way. I haven't heard anything, and that's that's good news. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to touch on. One last thing about the debates: the substantive part of the debates, the stuff that was actually said or not said. Uh, one thing that got me was he asked Joe, and this has triggered another Trump interruption, but this was probably another one that looked good, was Chris Matthews asked Biden about packing the courts. Wallace. Matthews. Why do I keep saying Chris Matthews? I don't know. Matthews. Matthews. Wallace, Wallace, Wallace. Wallace, Wallace. D. Wallace. Chris Wallace. Chuck Wallace. Martin Sheen. Rashid okay. Wallace. Rashid Wallace. Chris Wallace asked Biden about packing the courts. Biden would not answer that. I did notice that. That's when Trump's like, come on, Joe, answer the question. Even even blatantly said, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, he said, let the people vote, which that's that's a real scary answer if he can't say yay or nay to packing the courts. Kamala Harris was asked about that, and she had the same pussy-footed response. Mm -hmm. Packing the courts is going to, they're going to do it. Yeah, I have a confession. What's that? I had no fucking clue what packing the courts meant until that happened, and I had to look it up. Pretty scary thought, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. We'll just we'll just get sixteen. We, yeah, we we don't have the majority, so I'm gonna make a new rule and allow. <laughs> that's exactly what they're gonna seven do. Seven more judges, and oh, I'm the president, so I get to name them. So exactly, yeah, that's that's, that's how it, we're, look. You're voting. I know it's tough to vote either way in a lot of these cases. I know a lot of people are going, God, I can't do it. I'm telling you, if you're on the fence, this is going to be – I hate to say this, but take one for the team because if Trump doesn't get it, we'll never get another libertarian. Well, libertarian hasn't been elected. But if your candidate is libertarian, they're completely out. They'll never get a shot. They'll be silenced. You'll never get another Republican again. This will turn into a dynasty is what it will be. I, I yeah I can't think any other way yeah this is they will make sure that they never lose again and they will do all you know the what dirty I would tricks. like to see happen although I know one hundred million 
thousand hundred percent that it's not. But I would like to just see everybody vote for Joe Jorgensen and just get both of them the hell out of there. Just to, I'm all for chaos and. Yeah, I think you definitely have it if you voted for if she made it in. See the thing. Do you okay? But in your heart of hearts, do you think that would be worse than if the Democrats take over? No. Oh no 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 no! Okay. I absolutely don't. But like I said, I I don't even. I made up my mind. I I looked at third party candidates years ago. I really got into looking at them. Yeah. And it's like okay, what's the Gary Johnson was very strong, as far as in my opinion, for my views, he was. The, I, I voted for him. And that just goes to show they don't have a chance. Yeah. My only thing that I noticed with Libertarian Party or whatever, independence, libertarians, they've switched they, around. Yeah, the, I mean, they're the interchangeable. Libertarian has been the last few years. This year it's Joe Jorgensen, and she's gotten virtually no hype or anything the way that Gary Johnson had a few years ago. Although the night of the debates in the hours after the debates, her websites crashed. They were getting so much traffic. Oh, I, I don't know were. what that means, but it was just, it was pretty interesting that. Yeah. And that, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's going to be the thing that's the, whoever has the strong third party candidate is being rooted for by the opposite party that they would be on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. That's always been my point to that. So, of course, the Democrats want to see a strong Joe Jorgensen. They're going to love it. We're going to hate it on this side because it's going to take votes, and then it's going to come down. Something I was talking to Dees about. This is I've heard, I heard somebody say, how in the hell can you lose the popular vote and still become president of the United States? That's exactly how it happens. So Hillary Clinton had 65,853, or, yeah, 65,853 was her count. Donald Trump's was... 62,984. So almost 63 million to 66 million. Gary Johnson had almost 4.5 million votes. Okay, so that explains the popular vote difference. And he didn't get any electorates. Right. That's how you end up. If you add Gary Johnson and Donald Trump, which are on the right, middle right, and then you add whoever, Jill Stein and Hillary Clinton. Actually, yeah, the right. All I'm saying is the right side of the country got more popular votes. Now, I'm not saying all those people would have voted for Trump or they wouldn't have voted for Hillary Clinton, but it's just a very easy way to explain how you can win the electorates and not win the popular vote. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I mean, you got to remember how many of those 65 million were dead people. Yeah, dead people <laughs> or immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna do this. They're gonna they're gonna stop at nothing to make sure they got the ballots out. They will. I'm gonna tell you, they're gonna fraud it. If they think they're gonna lose, they're gonna fraud it in an instant. Oh yeah, I, I have no doubt. And I'm not even necessarily saying that it's only gonna be one side that's that's pulling the fraud. But that's where the problem comes in with this whole mail-in system is that it, one side thinks the other side's doing it, so they're gonna do it too, and it's just gonna turn into a giant shit show. Yeah. I, I historically, historically, fraud is on the left side. Yeah, it's historic. I mean, it's it's but right there for you to see it. Historically, if you can't beat them, join them is also there too. Yeah, I mean. but once again, we can speculate as to as to what anybody could do. I mean, Donald Trump could wake up tomorrow and shoot Melania in the head. I don't know. I mean, he could. It's a possibility. Aliens land. You know but what the biggest surprise about this whole they have COVID thing is? What's that? 
And Melania got within six feet of him. <laughs> I, I guess that proves they do have uh... Uh, something. <laughs> I mean, did you uh, did you see the the post debate embrace when Mm-mm. Jill walks up to Joe, big old hug and everything, and Melania walks up to Trump, and he literally gives her the old the arm rub. Wow, like, <sighs> yeah, I'm not. We're, we're talking about the end of the world. I'm not looking at shit like that, but it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it just, I don't know. It struck me as kind of odd that. So it looks like, and also, uh, the left's up in a tizzy over the Senate's going to go ahead and push through Amy Conant Barrett. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, like he said, he's elected for four years and it's his job, and, and it is what it is. I mean. I mean, do. You know, these people that are, well, it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's last wish that she, I don't care what Ruth, she obviously, for somebody that that sat on the Supreme Court so long, she has no idea about the Constitution. It doesn't matter. There's nothing that I was just going to say. There's no law written and, you know, no Constitution, nothing about one of the dying wishes. And the bottom line is, is it a strategical move to, absolutely, but. Oh, yeah. Anytime you nominate a Supreme Court justice, it's strategical. That that if the. The cards were on the other side of the table, and this happened when President Obama was running for re-election or whatever. I don't care which party it is. It just happens to be Trump right now. If you flip it around and and it was Biden or even Clinton, and this was happening in the 30 days or six weeks before an election, they would do the same thing. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. So I think Amy Conant Barrett, and she's actually got a lot of praise. She had praise even from the left. Or Democrats years ago on issues, yeah. a lot of people supported her, but we know how that's going to play out. I'm glad he's getting her in there because the Supreme Court, I don't think, has really been put to the test in the past ten years. They're about to they're be. about to be. That is, if there's a, still a Supreme Court and there's still a country after the election. Yeah, Mike, I'm out on the out on the tiles with that. Did you hear uh, about this new report that uh, John Ratcliffe released? Uh, maybe about Hillary Clinton. No. Yeah, they have a it's a it's a report saying that CIA warned Obama, told Obama that she was orchestrating a smear campaign in her words to tie Trump to the Russians. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, no I did not see that. Yeah, well, you know what? You're not going to see it on the mainstream media. Yeah, yeah. So that's something to look at. And look, we, you know, here's the thing. People people are going to act surprised or say this is made up, but we were saying this 4 years ago. This was just a orchestrated smear campaign this was all bs the Mueller investigation all bs yeah. so is anybody really surprised that hillary clinton would do that no not at all i mean at this point i would be more surprised if hillary clinton wasn't tied to some kind of under the table scandal or you know i mean accidental death or oh i absolutely would be <laughs> accidental death like epstein yeah you know, hey, did you see that report that uh, that just came out on Jeffrey Epstein? No. Yeah, he still didn't kill himself. Um, I had to get that in there. But so, boom, boom, but just watch out because there's going to be more to this. I got a feeling before November third, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. A lot more dirt's going to get dug up on Trump. I don't know if they can do it. They'll have to make it up because I think they've dug everything up on him that they, that they can. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. I think they have. Whether it's dude. true or not, I, I I don't think that all the cards have been put on the table. So going on locally, do you know who Jennifer Carrillo is? 
I do not. She's an alder woman from uh, Bloomington. And what is an alder woman? I don't know. It's uh, it's an it's an alder man it, without the penis, I guess. I mean, but what do they do? What is is that like? They're, a, they're like on the on the. I think she's Bloomington or Normal. They have this board and they they help the city discuss things. And I really don't know. I really don't know what their function is. Uh, go ahead with that, but I have a, a point to make also as far as local governments. Well, go ahead and make it. I'm gonna pull something. Well, up I was just gonna say, and this might hit a little close to home, but it's a it's a legit question, and I'm not calling uh, into question a member of your family by any means. It was just a thought that popped into my head. Why the hell is a coroner an elected a position? What do they do? They're like the official person that oversees the autopsies and right. Yeah. So uh, they're responsible for making sure the so they got they got the they, T's are crossed and, and they got to know what's what, right? As far as medically, I mean, they. I'm not saying they need to be doctors or anything, but they, they got to be good at it. Okay. So I guess my point is, is, why in the hell is that a political position? Shouldn't that be a job that, hey, let's get the absolute best person for the job? They, I mean, their their main job is basically to deal with with deaths and ruling whether or not well, here's homicide, suicide, blah blah blah. Gotcha. But believe it or not, the coroner is not the one actually doing all the autopsies. No, I, I, and no, determining. I, I know that's death. a pathologist. They just yeah, they just review everything and put it together. They are the official head. They make the. Uh, budgeting decisions, stuff like that. I, I totally understand, but so again, it's not like fail to see why it should be a political, uh, a politically, uh, an elected official. I mean, well, what do you? I mean, what do you think? Just I, that it should be a job that you have to like, like in like a CEO of a a company. You know what I mean? It just it doesn't make sense that it would be something that I could literally, if I was really popular in this town, I could run for coroner and win. Is my point. You don't have to know dick. Oh, I, no, I agree with that. Yeah, you don't. That's I mean, what I'm it's, saying. But yeah, it's just like any other elected. True, but this is a, a, a job that you're literally making rulings and findings uh, about deaths and murder and things of that nature. This isn't about deciding whether or not this street needs a, a four-way stop or a stoplight and things. Of, uh, these are like life-altering decisions whether or not somebody died of natural causes or overdose suicide they are i know they're not the ones that make that call but their faces on it you know what i mean i'm just i'm just saying i don't see why that's an elected position i don't know do you have an issue with a coroner not at all it's oh, just i'm just like, I, I honestly god i, I it, honestly don't like two weeks ago i was driving along and if if you're listening to those you don't know a member of El Donzo's family is a coroner here. Was I not supposed to say that? Now nah, you're fine. Oh. Uh, and it just, it's like, why? And I've actually thought of this before. So it's one of those things where it just pops into your yeah, head. Yeah, one of those weird thoughts. Like you like, see a political sign like coroner. Like, why do they elect a coroner when, it, I don't know, it's just. Well, I tell you what, if you. It's like if Saturday you, Night Live. If you, Deep if you, thoughts. If you, if you, yeah. No, I understand. I get those all the time. Just, I'd never make them public because it's pretty bad um they actually the person running against the coroner mm -hmm. is like some wacko antifa left-wing nut job 
that's oh, like awesome. completely it's like she's got no qualifications for i mean she's she's far out there dude right. i'd have to look her name up and that's but. the see and it, that's the scary part i mean it's it's bad enough yeah it, like you said anybody could technically run for any elected position but most like just, the sheriff's elected uh, well yeah, yeah. And, and i don't really get that either you get if somebody's good for the job give them the job like i mean the only thing i can say to think about that and thinking about the sheriff is I think those are elected because that's what the people want. Right. I mean, it's going to be a showing of what the people want in there. So when somebody gets elected to the coroner, the people obviously said, this is the best candidate to put in there that we've got. I, go- I think Sheriff probably comes from like the days in the Old West and everything when people were just like, we like this guy. We want him to be Sheriff. And yeah, and, it just and got that thrown point, into the whole electric pro- electoral I mean, process. I think it makes perfect sense when, when I think about it that way that they should be elected by the people. Yeah. Not just, you know, grossly appointed by somebody in the government. And when you think about it, it's a pretty good idea because uh, Sheriff, Coroner, these kind of this level of politics is real easy for local people to work on the good old boy system and be real easy to get their cousin in or the guy that gave them a million dollars. Yeah. So I think I think having them elected is a fine thing. I don't Almost think like a, I, I guess it. kind of a balance of power, possibly anyway. Um, I don't really see. Again, I I guess corner. It's just one of those things that. I would want somebody there that was actually qualified to do the job. Okay. Let me say the person that's there now was qualified to do oh, the no, job. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I absolutely know that. Right. Yeah. Well, there was that. Who, I just that? mean in general. You yeah. heard about that dingbat that ran for sheriff in, what was it, like New York or something? That was a far left. It was a. Yeah. Tra- the transsexual. Yes. Yes. That was. Had like all kinds of ta- face tats and piercings. Just, and, just completely off the planet. Sh- yeah. And she won the Republican nomination for sheriff in this county. It's like they didn't even know. They didn't. They just said, "Oh, Republican, boom!" And this, he, she, that, what was it? What I don't even remember. What's it got? It's got, it's got testicles. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, going off on a tangent here. Um, actually, this person did this just to see if people didn't know who they were voting for, and oh, it actually worked. I have one hundred percent believe that i mean again if people are republican or democrat they will literally just walk in and while they they're just walking in to vote probably for the presidential candidate and maybe their local government like uh uh, uh, a senator or congressperson or whatever and then when they start going through the rest of it i.e coroner alderman blah 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 they're just going to vote for the party that they voted for for president unless they have a, a dog in a personal dog in the hunt. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I know yeah, that's I mean, what that's... I've done. I've gone, you know, to last, last election when I went and I voted, you know, I voted for the few that I knew. And then like everybody else, I literally eeny, meeny, miny mode that shit. Wow. Pretty much. I mean, how many people do they, do you know that will sit there and literally research every single elected position that's going to be on the ballot in a particular year? Oh, not a lot of people. But what I do is I don't even any mini money mow it unless there's well, somebody I sticks mean, out that's you know that I don't I don't think's qualified I, as I didn't a Republican. I just go ahead and vote any Republican. Mini mow it. I'm just saying, like if it was an incumbent or, or whatever, I basically 
went ahead and just checked the box. So Jen Carrillo is a stupid bitch, and I'll just come out and say that right now, okay? <laughs> she is a stupid bitch. She's originally from Chicago. She came down here, if I'm getting the story straight. She came down here. She's of Hispanic descent. Some people are raising the question whether she was uh, even born in the United States, okay? But so I'm just going to... And that, and that was done with the, the more you know sign on it. Is this is this this alder woman or whatever? Yeah, Jen Carrillo. She is about an, as anti-American as you can get. And she's, she's the one that was here. Yeah, she's the alder woman. She's in Bloomington, and she was the one at the protest that was blocking the cop cars and doing all that wow. kind of stuff. So those are the people that are in your community making decisions. And her whole point about that was just because you were born in America doesn't give you any more privilege than anybody else just because you fell out of your mama on this side of the border. Yeah, you know what? As an American citizen, it does give me a little more power than somebody just yeah, uh, crossing sorry, the line in Mexico, okay? Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what it means. So she, she's, one of these, she's one of these dimwits that you know, wants to just massive immigration come into this country. She's one of those. So she's made a lot of hate. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. Yeah, I get heated over that, uh, the whole immigration issue. Look, if your country sucks and you want to get out and you want to come and live free here in America, come on down, but do it legally. Yeah, I mean, there's. I can't rationalize except for the fact that they want votes. They want more electorates in these cities. That's yes. the only reason. That, if you think that the liberals actually care about these illegal immigrants or these people fleeing Honduras or, or Mexico, or they don't care. They don't. Yeah. They just want you in here to get more electorates, to get to it, get the population up. I have arguments with my other half on this all the time. It literally makes me sick to my stomach to to be sitting here as we speak with more health ailments that I can list and I can't go to the doctor because I simply can't afford it because the ACA is a fucking joke. Meanwhile, we have all these illegals that are around getting free health care. Yeah. You know, and that's welfare. why the ACA was put into place is so they can have it. And you can't pretty much yeah. is what's that. If anybody doesn't know this, I went without health care for five months, a couple years back, mm. always had it at work and whatnot. Went without it for five it, months. It's affordable to two groups, the very rich or the very poor. Exactly. So here's, here's what I did when I left my, left my old business, my old, not my own, my old business, take this job and shove it. it. I ain't working here no more. Yeah. When I left, um, I just, I walked. I didn't have a plan. I just walked. I couldn't do this anymore. I'm like, I'm done with this. So I already kind of had a job lined up, but I had to wait two months to go into that job. So it was like, what, $1,200 for Cobra? What kind of paying that? I mm -hmm. told the kids, I said, just be careful. <laughs> you, we're all young. We're healthy. Just be, be careful. Well, my kid fell off the skateboard and broke his arm and all this other. Okay, well, whatever. We'll figure out how to pay it. So two months later, I get hired on. Now it's three months. I got to wait for insurance. Okay, guys, it's three months. We can hold out. I get a bill from Obamacare. $5,000. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, for the, the tax because, penalty? Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't afford insurance. Yeah. I couldn't afford insurance. I didn't have money to buy it. Yeah. And they fined me. They, they said, you're okay, you don't have any money. You can't afford insurance. Well, we're going to fix your See, ass. As, as somebody who's single with no kids, I for the last, well, this, this year's taxes was the first time I didn't have to pay it. It, right. was, it was 695 I believe, was the fine. So, but, and I priced it. It was cheaper for me to just pay the six ninety five to, to to not have insurance, as opposed to what I would have had to pay to get basically bare minimum, which they they would throw me a bottle of freaking aspirin if I broke my back, which was gonna come out to like I want to say almost twenty four hundred dollars for Are the year. Are you kidding? Oh, for the year? Yeah, for the year. For the year. Well, and, and that's again that's coverage that's basically nothing. Right. Like that is that was the lowest coverage I could get, which you'd be better off just not having coverage because you're still going to end up paying take, ridiculous amounts. Take that money and pay your office visit with it. That uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the fact that they did that and Trump got rid of that, the individual mandate. Yeah. But it was just such a kick in the ass. I can't afford insurance, yet you're going to find me because I can't afford insurance. What, yeah. what kind of sense does that make? And you know what? Because they got me on it, I'm still paying on it. Wow. I called the IRS. They said, no, there's nothing we can do. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah, that's that's shitty. Yeah, it absolutely is extremely shitty that Look, they're doing it. In a perfect world, I would love for this, this country to have Medicare for all. I really would. I I, I think we we should have it. I, I also am realistic enough to know that somebody's got to pay for it. And But the way that it was done as far as Obamacare – that that doesn't work for the middle class. It just doesn't. No, it absolutely destroyed people in the middle class. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it, Medicare for all, the reason it's not ever going to be successful is because it's something that gets majority, ma- majority of the time pushed by the left, and they don't see it as having Medicare for all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's another thing in there for them. They don't understand what they would have to do to get that and make it successful for everybody. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It's also the greedy sons of bitches and big pharma and all these things. They want right. their money. But here's my thing with the Medicare for all. Even when you do that, you have to. it has to be paid for by taxes. Everybody would have to pay. And that's what they've structured with that. The problem is with government running your health care, we, this is what they should do is make make private insurance affordable. Yeah. That's but, what needs to happen. Not Medicare for all, not run it. They need to knock down the, the walls between the states and say anybody can sell anything they want to sell. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I, I There's just, a better chance of that it. happening if Trump's reelected than there is of Medicare for all that would make sense and wouldn't hurt anybody. I'm just saying that's no, uh, and I agree with that. I just I, I, mean, I don't see either one of those scenarios the, happening. The ACA to made There's too many backdoor dealings and and hands there is. in pockets. The ACA made the cost of healthcare unobtainable. Yeah, skyrocket. Absolutely. I mean, it was way better off before that happened. And my thing is, people on the right and independents and liberty told them, told they were out there. This is this is what's going to happen if you do this. Yeah. If I, oh if, no 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 you're wrong no we can do math if I was a lazy <laughs> piece of shit I would I would love it because I wouldn't work I would have free health care I would have food stamps I would have welfare I mean yeah it goes off the money you make yeah and your your status mm-hmm. 
Yep. Me again, being single, having no kids, <laughs> and now into my mid forties, I I cannot afford health insurance. My period. thing is point blank end of story. I I will never have health insurance, and I'm probably gonna die really early because I can't go to the doctor to even get a finger up my ass because it's. No, just... you don't have to go to the doctor. <laughs> Come on, Devin. Come on, D's. Come on, man. But I mean, you get it. It's just. Don't they have state aid though? Not for me. They don't for you. I make too much money. Oh, that's oh, those yeah, suckers, those yeah. sons of guns. I'll According tell you what, to them, anyway, I make too much money. I mean, I do okay, but I'm you see me. I'm not rolling around in a Bentley or anything. But no. when when it comes down to it, I I can't afford to go and have my knee or back operated on, which I need, or you know, I it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I, I was in that position years ago. I couldn't. I didn't have any money. I just had two kids. I was just starting out. And I'd never had assistance in my life from the state. And it was wintertime. And I'm like, I need to get some energy assistance yeah. here. And I applied for I made $100 too much a month. That's that's what people do. That's middle class right there. Yeah. Those are the struggles Well, when I got out of jail have. and couldn't get a job and everything, I was on Medicare. And it was great. I could go to the doctor. It was awesome. Then I got a job. And they're like, yeah, you're done with that shit. But realistically, if you somebody in your situation, you get out of jail, you can't find a job, you're on Medicare. Mm-hmm. You finally do get a job working wherever. Right. Okay, making, let's say you're making 500 bucks a week. That's not bad right out of the gate getting out of no, jail. No, it's okay. It's okay. You but know, it, you, but you've got a transition period. It ain't enough to support but it ain't enough. Care no, project. no, it's not. No. You know, that's what, that's what bothers me when the government is allowed to overrun a state so much and that's illinois i mean i know every state's different but they all work about the same yeah what do you think about the tax hike amendment i think people need to educate themselves on it because it's um it's kind of like a a car when you want to get a new car a used car whatever on the outside it looks great oh it looks clean nice shiny then you put the key in it and you run it around for a little bit and you realize that it's a hunk of shit well, I'll tell you what. So we're at, so Illinois is at a flat tax for everybody, 4.95%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody pays that. They're trying to push this as in, we're going to make the top earners fair pay. tax. I'll tell you why it's not fair. Because Pritzker, there's like 18 billionaires in Illinois. 18, like multi-billionaires in mm-hmm. Illinois. Six of those are J.B. Pritzker's family. Right. Okay. If you believe for one second he's going to overtax himself when he ripped toilets out of his house to avoid paying taxes. To avoid taxes. paying taxes. You know, this is one of those things. Oh, look, shiny. Yeah, we're going to vote for it. It's, that's in that's that's the that's the Illinois Constitution. They're going to change that. Yeah. So they can change it whenever the hell they want to change it. Yeah. Hike it up however much they want to. And these idiots, look, it's one thing to vote for Joe Biden. It's another thing to vote to allow this state to ruin you even more than they already have. Here, here's the deal. Year one of this, if it passes, going to be great. You're going to save a lot of money in taxes. You really are. But if when they sit down and do the books, it doesn't make the kind of money that they needed it to make, they can literally change it all on a whim and, and I don't, you're done. I don't think year one is going to be good. I No, th- this isn't... Well, I, this is going to be a matter of they have to look at the potential to be good for the people potential but if it does again if it doesn't work out to what they think or what they tell you it's going to work out 
it gives them the right to just go in and rewrite everything. No, I think that's their goal, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, that's their – I mean, it sounded to me like he said, well, you know, they may think this is going to be good, but once they look at the books after the first year, they go, well, we can't do this. No, I think they know what the books are going to look like. They know. Oh, how I can absolutely they, know. How can they not know what the books look like? But my point is is that the way that the law is written, that's how oh, it's presented. Oh, the people that, are going to look at that and think they got such a deal until they be, actually – Well, yeah, because, yeah. again, they might do okay that first year. But we all know that at the end of the year, they're not going to collect the kind of tax revenue that they need to right. collect. At least that's what they're going to tell you. And they will rewrite everything and basically tax the ever-loving shit out of everything. I can't. I just I can't believe. Look, I understand partisanship. I get it, okay? But when I drive through our town and see people with a sign supporting the fair tax amendment, my mind's blown. Yeah. Like, what kind of Kool Aid are you drinking? How could you? How could you live in? How stupid are you to live in Illinois? The same keep, is that the same house that has the Biden sign? Oh yeah, yeah. Truth over facts, or whatever the hell that. There's two of them right next to each other. Oh, are there? Yeah, there's two of them right next to each other. I love the one four years ago, the the Hillary sign that kept getting taken down, so they put it up on like fifteen foot. Posts. Yeah, somebody, somebody. Somebody got their Hillary sign taken out a few times, actually. and then and then somebody put up a sign that said somebody stole my Clinton Kane sign, and then I think I think somebody stole that, so they put it up on posts like four twenty by, feet, four by four <laughs> fence posts, basically at least fifteen feet in the air, well, and, and said something. It had the the Clinton whatever Clinton Kane, yeah, yeah, Tim Kane, yeah, and. What, and then below that, it said, let's see you steal this one or whatever. And I always, I, I just, I wanted to do it so bad. I just never got around to it. I just wanted to drive up, throw a chain around it, and just take off. Yeah, that was, you, you put stupid signs up, you're going to get stupid responses yeah. to it. Um, but no, it floors me that people still put uh, J.B. Pritzker signs up. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat or liberal or transsexual, independent. I don't care. Why? Why? Do you know anybody that's voting for J.B. Pritzker? Well, no, because he's not running. No, I mean last time around. I mean that's that that would vote for J.B. Pritzker. Yes, you you actually know yes. somebody. A lot of uh, for one reason and one reason only. Why they wanted legalized marijuana? I honestly believe that's why he won. Was to legalize marijuana. Because that was one of his big campaign promises that he was he would legalize recreational weed. Oh, great, ruined our state. Do you know anybody that's gonna? Let me rephrase this. Do you know anybody that's gonna vote for him again? No. Okay. No. They got what they wanted. Yeah. Just get him out of here. Hopefully, they, yeah, they they they're not too stoned to realize that he's on the ballot when it comes up here in a oh couple boy. years or whatever. But yeah, I honestly believe that's the only reason he won. An idiot. You know, that's the thing. Chicago runs Illinois. Not only that, but wasn't he running against Rauner? Yeah, he was running against Rauner. And Rauner just laid down. But, and he's a, he was a joke, too, though. I mean, yeah, he was. Oh, he absolutely was. If we had had a Republican governor in here that wasn't a joke well, here's and the actually thing. You did can't... something, then I don't think Pritzker would have really stood much of a chance. No, but... he wouldn't have because we'd have stayed red. The problem was he didn't do anything. He had no— Yeah, Rauner any... was already a corpse in the in that office. Yeah, and, and he was a Chicago Republican. Look, anybody—Chicago politics and Illinois politics, sorry, the lines are blurred. They're pretty much the same. Um, you, you can go into politics in Illinois and have whatever ambitions you want to have. 
but you cannot survive. We've said this before a hundred times. You cannot survive Illinois politics unless you're dirty. They will chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, there's Republicans in politics in Chicago, but they're dirty. They all have to play by the same game. If you're not dirty when you start Illinois politics, you're going to be dirty in the first year. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, it just floors me that people still have these signs up in the yard about the fair tax. It's not fair at all. It's like you said, it's like health care, the affordable. Anytime they say something about fair or affordable, it's going to be the exact, the exact opposite. opposite. Yeah. You got anything else, Dees? Uh, oh, Carol Baskins. She's, oh, what do you got on Carol Baskins? She's gone. What do you mean? She got voted off. Oh, Dancing with yeah, the Stars. You actually watched that? No, but I saw okay, on Twitter that she was gone. They're scraping um, the bottom of the barrel there. Who else was on there? A bunch of people we didn't know, wasn't it? Most of, mostly people we didn't know. Uh, uh, Nelly was one. Um, was he the rapper that like had the girl pee on him? Oh, so no, that was R. Kelly. Oh, oh, yeah, R. Kelly's the one that peed on little girls, yeah. Oh, my God. There was another st- Something else broke this week, too, about that. About R. Kelly? No, about, about somebody got popped. I can't remember who it was. A pedophile, a, a rank-and-file oh, somebody. Yeah, no, well, you're going to see a lot of that happening. Hopefully. Um, trying to think what was else. Oh, one, th- one thing I did want to talk about, and... Doesn't have anything to do with current events. The wedding that I did last night. Oh, yeah. Let's hear this. Okay. I've been a DJ for the better part off and on of 24 years or so. Done a lot of weddings, events, blah, blah, blah. And last night I had something happen that I've never seen happen in my life. Do tell. And and it's not like earth shattering or anything. Just weird. So the bride's family is from western Kansas. The groom's family was from mostly Pennsylvania. The couple met in the military, I believe, in Washington State. And because of everything going on with COVID and travel restrictions and this, that, the other, they basically just took out a map and picked a spot in the middle of the two, and that's where they decided to get married. And the people that could meet halfway were invited to the wedding so they picked Bloomington Normal, Illinois, and they ended up going out to actually Tawanda to the old rugged barn, and that's where they had their wedding. There was not a single attendee of the wedding that was from the state of Illinois. You're kidding me. No. And, and the mother of the bride was explaining this to me, and I was just looking at her like... <laughs> like cross-eyed, what? like, what in the hell are you people and, doing? And at the, at the end of the night, uh, you know, I actually got on the mic, and I, I told them basically that. I'm like, you know, in all my years of doing this, I've, I've never experienced this before. And then I said, and why of all all the areas you could have chose, why would you pick this shithole of a state? <laughs> Did you say to, that? Basically, yeah. Like, you know, you, you're taking you, a weekend vacation and you come to Illinois. You're, you're, <laughs> you're obviously not good at research. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis is not, you know, it's only a few extra hours for those Pennsylvania people. At least there's something to do there, but... Or even Peoria, for that matter, is better than Bloomington slash Tawanda, Illinois. Like, come on, folks. Indianapolis, hell. No. Yeah, we're going to Bloomington, Illinois. They were cool people, though. They had a good time. It it was just, like I said, it was really strange that... You know, if you had a map, and you're just saying, I'm going to throw this dart, and that's going to be my destination for X, Y, or Z. And you throw the dart, and it lands in Illinois... Do over, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling that dart out and trying that yeah, again, and setting it on fire. Yeah, I would not. 
If it was, you can take a trip to Illinois, or you can just sit in your house. I'm saying, sit home. in my house. Yeah, in Illinois, right now. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I go to Illinois. Uh, if I was in Alaska, having lived here for as long as I have, and I moved to Alaska, I don't think anything would get me to come back to visit if I didn't have family here. No, you want to see me? You come to my place. And I've said time and time again that eventually down the road, when I don't have anything in this area as far as family or whatever, I'm gone. Like this, yeah. I, mean, I think everybody is. I mean, yeah. look at how many people are leaving the state, going to Texas, going to Missouri, going to Tennessee, yeah, I'm going to any fucking where but this place. Because yeah, me too. It's uh, corrupt now, and and I don't see it changing anytime soon. It, and like you said, it doesn't matter what side of the fence that our politicians are on, because they're all bad. I mean, not this state especially. Yeah, the, it, this until state we is get it, some blood you. in there from not Chicago, it, it's going to be the status quo. It's just. It really is. Well, we'll see what happens with Madigan, too. You see all the signs? Madigan for prison? No, oh, Yeah, but nothing has been ever since that one week where... It's been it quiet, was, hasn't it? Not a peep. Not even out of the whole Pritzker situation with his tax fraud or whatever it was, real estate, whatever. Um, yeah, keep voting for the guy that's constantly committing tax fraud to decide how much you're going to get taxed. Yeah, a- and the guy that basically runs this state and is probably one of if not the most corrupt politician in the definitely in the state maybe in the country in mike madigan and yet year after year after year he yeah uh, yeah his his career is definitely not going to be in the hole no. all right well it's been a good weekend this is aldonzo and i'm Dees. and we're out of here baby see ya